Kaf Gil Tammuz Tafshin Ayin Dalid. We're coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to a special live edition of the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network as Israel is at war. We'll begin this uh, broadcast with the um, official official broadcast, if you will, of one of the commanders of the Israeli forces who is um, sending out the forces to war as they were about to enter Aza. He says, we go out to war to fight Hamas and with the mission of restoring quiet to the people of Israel. The people are supportive of you and are counting on you to restore quiet to their cities and homes begin the attack, Behatzlacha. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Bye. Bye. 
Vocal chorus group Meit Tarim with Mishaberach for Chayalei Tzahal, a tefillah that we should all have in mind these days as the soldiers of the Israel Defense Forces are in Aza and numerous have already given their lives. We will tell you a little bit about them, about those who sacrificed it all so that we should be free that we should be able to live, and for some of us, we should be able to visit the state of Israel and our beloved land. Um, I want to start with two names of soldiers who came from the United States of America to serve in the Israel Defense Forces. Um, One of them came from an Israeli family, one from an American family. Who felt the, who felt compelled to leave the United States and come to Israel and be part of the fighting force. I'm, I'm reminded of the Pasuk in this past week's Parsha and Parshat Matot. Moshe says to Bnei Gad, Bnei Ruven, Chatzishevet Menashe, Ha'achechem Yeshvupo, Ha'atem Teshvupo, Will your brothers be going out to war and you sit here on the other side of the Jordan River and allow them to go to war? It was unthinkable to Moshe. We don't have that way of thinking today, unfortunately, but the younger generation seems to be getting it. Max Steinberg. 24 years old, was killed on Sunday. He enlisted into the Israel Defense Forces in 2012, one year after he finished college on the West Coast, which is where he is from. We can only remember him, as we will learn more about him, maybe I will be able to share more with you. We'll hear maybe from some people who were friends of his. Another American, Nisim Sean Carmeli, was born in South Padre Island, Texas. Hard to imagine something further from Israel than that. And he also was one of 13 soldiers of the Golani Brigade who were killed in Aza on Sunday. What a horrific day it was. His parents were uh, Israelis. They moved to the United States. He was a returning citizen. He stayed in Israel, finished high school here, and then decided not to go back to the United States where he could have 
comfortably gone to college and been like any other American kid. No, he decided that he would join the Israel Defense Forces. The family in Texas came closer to religion, says Rabbi Asher Hecht. And just before it was time for him to enter the army, Sean made a decision to spend some time in a yeshiva. His superiors in the army told him that because he had a wound on his foot, he would not have to go to the front. But he insisted on accompanying his comrades, his fellow soldiers of the Golani Brigade into Aza, and he fell in battle. A P.S. to this story. He's going to be buried today, it seems, in Haifa. And I saw a Facebook post from the Maccabi Haifa team encouraging all of its fans to do a big mitzvah. That's the way, exactly the way they said it. So he's damnut shalachem la'asut mitzvah gdola. They write that Sean Carmeli was a lone soldier and we don't want his funeral should be empty. So tonight, at the military cemetery in Haifa at 9 o'clock, they ask their fans, come and give honor to a hero that was killed so that we can continue to live. That is the least that we can do for his honor and that of our people. We are an amazing people, we are. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I want to remind you that on Tuesday, tomorrow, Nachum will be uh, calling in with reports from Israel. Nachum is joining the Nefesh B'Nefesh flight that will be leaving today, filled with Olim, a plane full of Olim, going to a country that's in the middle of a war. We are an amazing people. Nachum and Miriam are joining the flight. Benjamin Siegel will be filling in. We wish him great success. And Nachum will be calling in with reports from Israel. We don't want you to miss that. Here's Idan Reichel with Min Ikolech Bibechi. On the Israel Show, you're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network.
שער יפתח לו, יבוא בו בשרה, כשישובו לגבולה. רק נראי קולך מבכי, ועינייך מדמעה. כי השער יפתח לו, יבוא בו בשרה, כשישובו לגבולה. It was and is the Golani Brigade that is taking the uh, tremendous hits in the first days of this war against Hamas. As we mentioned, 13 boys of the Golani Brigade were killed on Sunday, the first day of the war. And um, the commander of the Golani Brigade himself was injured. They say lightly injured, but you can imagine lightly injured is uh, not fun, not fun. The commander of the Golani Brigade, his name is Rasan Alian. Now, you might say that's such a weird name, Rasan Alian. Like, do you know any Jews with the name Rasan Alian? No, I don't either. And the reason for that is that the commander, yes, the commander of the Golani Brigade, the central, one of the central infantry brigades in the Israeli army is not a Jew. He is a Druze, D-R-U-Z-E. Those of you familiar with Israel know that there is a community of Druzim. They are a Zionist offshoot of Islam. I should say they're an offshoot of Islam that happened to be Zionist. Let's say it that way. They serve in the Israeli army. They are very loyal to the state of Israel. In fact, Naftali Bennett began his military career together with Rasan Alyan, and they are friends, or as Naftali Bennett says, they are brothers. So we will play for you the the um, radio communique of the commander of the Golani Brigade as he tells his forces as they are about to go to war on Motzei Shabbat, 
That's what he says. It is Motzei Shabbat. And we're about to enter Aza, and the people of Israel are behind you and support you. And he wishes them success. He himself is later wounded, taken to the hospital, and is fighting with the doctors because he wants to return to command his brigade. And they will allow him to do so, I believe, in a day or so. It is amazing. It really is. It really is. The dedication, the devotion, not only of the Jews of Israel, but here we see even the Druze of Israel and their dedication. Here he is, the Mefaket of Golani. We follow that with Ehud Manor and Ainli Eretz Acheret, the song that we'll discuss in just a bit. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Those who are familiar with Israel, Israeli culture, Israeli music, might wonder why I am playing this song, Ainli Eretz Acheret. It became, in time, a um, protest song against the Lebanon War, the first Lebanon War, as uh, sung by Gali Atari. Well, first of all, we didn't play that version. We played a different version, the one sung by Ehud Manor, who composed the song. Uh, actually, he wrote the words to the song. And he explained 
what this song is about. It is not a protest song against the Lebanon war at all. In fact, it is a song that speaks beautifully about our country. Ainli Eretz Acheret. I have no other land. Gamim Admati Boeret. Even if the ground underneath me is burning, meaning we're at war. Rak Mila Biivrit Choderet El Orkai El Nishmati. But the words in Hebrew that enter my body in my veins, in my neshama, in my soul, beguf koev, in a body that aches, belev raev, in a heart that is hungry, and the words are, kan hu beiti. This is my home. The reason it became a uh, protest song is the next stanza, Lo Ashtok, I will not be silent, Ki Artsi Shintait Paneha, cause my country changed. The face of my country is different. Lo Avaterla, I won't give in. Vashir Khan Beozneha Achetifkachateneha, and I'll continue to sing until she opens her eyes. Now what was that written about? Ehud Manor says, it was actually written about the war of attrition after the six day war, Israel and Egypt carried on for several years a war of attrition across the Suez Canal where many Israeli soldiers were killed, including the brother of Ehud Manor. And he was very upset and angry at the government of Israel at the time. It was the labor government that continued to uh, send boys out to the Suez knowing that they would be killed. It's not a peacenik song. No, it's not. It's a song that comes from the depths of the hurt and pain of its author, Ehud Manor. In fact, while the left did take possession of it, if you will, during the Lebanon War, the right wing in Israel took it back, if you will, during the expulsion from Aza. And so it has relevance today. The right wing took it back. Ainli Eretz Acheret. I have no other country. Kanhu Beiti, this is my home. As they tried their best to stop what they believed was folly of leaving Aza. And which today most people would admit was folly. Not everybody admits it, but most people would admit it. Most people... And I remember having these conversations in Israel at the time, saying to people who were for abandoning Aza, expelling all the Jews, I remember saying to them, I don't get it. They're now shooting rockets, and they were already then shooting rockets into Sday Road. But not many, but they were. If we leave, if we abandon, if Tzahal leaves, then they'll just move up north and shoot rockets to Ashdod, to Ashkelon, to Tel Aviv. They'll develop better rockets. Oh, no. No, no. This is what they said, those who believed that this was the right thing to do. You don't understand. If they start with us, if they shoot even one rocket, we'll hit them back so hard they won't know where it came from. In fact, the Ramatkal at the time, the chief of staff, said that. Don't worry. We won't allow it. And then the first rocket hit, and the second, and the third, 
and Hamas took over and they saw that Israel speaks tough but does nothing. And now, all these years later, almost to the day, I believe it is nine years, it was the day after Tisha B'Av, we now have a terrorist state embedded in Aza, an underground city. If you're following the news, you know the horrific findings that are now coming out, that there are dozens of tunnels that the Hamas dug under Aza. Many of them come out in Israel, just over the border. And over the last week, three attempts were made to infiltrate Israel through these tunnels, and they were thwarted. But yes, can you imagine that Hamas terrorists armed with not only rifles, guns, automatic machine guns and grenades, but with RPGs infiltrated Israel. In fact, some of those that were killed on the first day of the war were killed in Israel by the Hamas terrorists firing RPGs at them when they came through the tunnels and came to Israel. And thank God, nobody, no civilians were hurt. And this morning, last night, while we slept or tried to sleep, yet another such attempt was thwarted by Tzahal. But the soldiers of Hamas, the terrorists, made it into Israel. Ten of them. And unfortunately, we don't always capture them. Because they, once they see that they're found, that they're found out, they run back to Gaza. The people of Israel weren't aware of this. It could be that the leadership was, but I dare say most people in Israel were not aware of the level of sophistication of the tunnels, even though one was found. We spoke about it here several months ago, the terror tunnels and the level of sophistication. But I don't think anyone imagined that we're talking of dozens and dozens of them. In addition to an entire underground city under under the neighborhoods like the one that they went to went into yesterday, Sharjia, that of course Israel's being blamed for a massacre, which we all know is ridiculous. They did it they've done it before. They did it in Janine. Massacre. They just make these things up. Underground in that neighborhood Tons of weaponry, missiles, ammunition, an entire city's worth. And there are more and more such neighborhoods. I don't know what the people of Israel will say to their government after this is over. Where were you? How come we didn't know about this all the time? Why did you wait this long? I'm not sure. Rami Kleinstein, when we think about those who gave their lives over the past few days, we will always think of them as being young. They will be Tsair Lanetzach. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
משלתך, שתעשה בשבילכם, והוא למענך, שתיגע בכל כוכב, תטפס על כל שלב, שתישאר צעיר לנצח, שתגדל להיות צודק, שתדע לראות האור, ולמצוא את האמת, לתוך החושך הגדול, שתמיד תהיה חזק, אל תשחק את המשחק, שתישאר צעיר לנצח. forever young and that's how we'll remember the young men who have given their lives over the last few days we will remember them forever young they will not grow up to have a life boys in their 20s like Bneya Naftali Rubel who is 20 years old from Chulon Yidiot Achronot published the um WhatsApp correspondence between him and his girlfriend. He writes, 
אז זהו, אני מקווה שיהיה טוב. That's it. I hope things will be good. And I hope that we enter with ground forces, and we should do it with force. אין מה לפחד, nothing to be afraid of, אפילו לא קצת. Even not a little bit. His friend writes back, אימאלה, לא להיכנס. Oh my God. Don't go in. שמע ישראל. מסוכן רצח. It is dangerous. Aren't you afraid? To which he answers, צריך להיכנס. We must go in. אחרת זה לא יפסיק. It'll never stop. מסוכן, yes, it's dangerous. מפחד. I am afraid. אבל חייב לעשות את זה. But I must do that. It is my duty. בשביל זה אני מתאמן וקורע וסוגר שבתות ושבת שישית. That's why I am training and busting my chops. And that's why this is the sixth Shabbat that I have not been able to go home. He was so understanding of his responsibility to fight. And he fell, B'nayan Afdaliubal, on the first day of the war. And Bar Rahav of Ramat Yishai was a uh, star athlete. In fact, he was on the Israeli national water polo team. There's a picture of him here in Idiot. Handsome young man, smiling. He, was, uh, he had a tremendous potential. Both as an athlete and as a person, everybody says about him that he was such a great guy, talented. Last month he celebrated his 21st birthday. And that'll be his last. He could have said to the army that because he is a star athlete, they should give him a pass. There is such a waiver, if you will. But he decided not to. He decided that it was his responsibility to be a fighter. And so he too volunteered to fight, even though he didn't have to. And we lost him yesterday. And Adar Barsano, a wonderful young man who was 20 years old, he went to a... Um, Air Force High School, if you will, Shachim Amal. And um, it was so obvious, his friend said, that we were all going into the Air Force, which is considered uh, to many a less dangerous form of service than infantry. Yet, Adar Barsano said, no, I want to go into a fighting unit. He was a real patriot, his friends say. He was a fighter. Twenty years old, he too gave his life for the safety and security of the land and people of Israel. And Colonel Amots Greenberg was 45 years old. He was in Miluim, a reservist, 
worked in finance, has a family of three children, and in fact, he did not have to serve as well. At his age, he was allowed to end his reservist duty, but he decided that he is going to volunteer to continue. He felt it was important for him as a commander, as a colonel in the army, to be there for his soldiers and for the people of Israel. Leaves behind the wife and three little children. Amos Greenberg. a commander who was killed yesterday. I want to share with you the moving words of his son at his funeral yesterday. His son, who I believe is 12, Ori, spoke about his fantastic father, who always encouraged him, who managed to lift his spirits when he was down, who he always saw as a superman. He says in his hespid that his father always told him, it's better that one soldier die than one civilian die. And then his son adds, but why did it? that soldier have to be you? Ori Greenberg at the Hespit for his father. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten.
My name is Mayor Weingarten. We spoke about some of the fallen soldiers. I think it is so important for us to find out just a little bit about their private lives, about who they were, who they are, their families, what they did, what they enjoyed, because that makes them into people that we can identify with and understand the great sacrifices that the people of Israel are making story in this week's uh, Yidiyot about a family that has five children right now in the army in the south fighting. Five children from one family. When I think about people like that and I think about each and every one of those soldiers that we spoke about that volunteered to be in a fighting unit even though they didn't have to be. And most of those in the elite units in Israel are volunteers. They have to be, they, they have to join the draft, they have to join the military, but to be in those specific units, they have to volunteer. And they are so filled with the devotion and dedication to the land of Israel and the people of Israel, I must say, when I think of them, I, I just feel small. So it's important for us to remember them, those that are have given their lives and those that continue to fight. 
right now in Aza, tens of thousands of our brothers and sisters. Nefesh Benefesh, another charter flight leaving later today. Nachum Siegel will be on, on board. And tomorrow during JM and DM, he'll call in with reports. And we, the Israel Show, we are very proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. It's an organization that does everything for Olim so that each one's individual aliyah is as successful as possible. They provide financial aid to those who need it, employment resources. They assist with all the government red tape, and they give community-based guidance and support. And usually, the charter flights that leave here are welcomed in Israel with a huge ceremony, but because of the war and the situation, that will not happen tomorrow. But if you want to see what one looks like, just go to their website. And in general, see what they have to say about Aliyah. Maybe you will think about a life in the state of Israel. Their website is www.nbn.org.il. www.nbn.org.il. Nefesh Benefesh, they made Aliyah a part of our lives. We talk about it now. It's in. And the Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Um, I posted on our Facebook page uh, a link to the video of the uh, Israel Defense Forces Sahal entering Gaza. It was uh, posted by the Israeli army on their Facebook channel. And so I posted the link to the IDF's Facebook channel where they post Lots and lots of videos. Uh, there's a video there of the uh, fighting with the Hamas terrorists who infiltrated Israel. There's videos of um, the troops entering Gaza, the troops in Gaza. It's just a, a wonderful channel, and you can subscribe to it or just go on there and, and take a look at the videos. So those two links are up on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page has been particularly active during this uh, past week, we have jumped. We have seven new likes. We're up to 234, and I want to welcome all those who have liked our Facebook page over the last week. Adina, Ilana, Avi, Ellie, Thelma, and Esther. Welcome to you all, and uh, we hope that uh, you'll stay with us and be active on our Facebook page, not only in times of war and difficulties, but in times of joy and simcha. Um, in the future. I um, want to point out a great project. It is one of many things that we can do from afar for the soldiers of Israel. It's called the Shmirah Project. You go to the website, you enter your name, and they will give you the name of a soldier that is currently fighting in Israel for you to say to him for him, that devote your learning, your tefillah, and so forth. Uh, shmiraproject.com, S-H-M-I-R-A project, shmiraproject.com. From their Facebook page, they write um, that they pair soldiers 
and people in Israel and in the United States. So I'll give you the name of a combat soldier, and they tell you that when you do acts of kindness, prayer, Torah learning, mitzvot, you increase the soldier's spiritual merit and protection. Lots of different ways to do it. There's a sign-up page. You can uh, send a text message and so forth. There's also names of the wounded soldiers there that you could say, feel out for. It's a really, really nice grassroots project that people have started. Shmiraproject.com. Spread the word. There are also other things that we can do. There are organizations out there that send that send uh, food and goodies and other necessary things to the soldiers in the field. Friends of IDF and others. There are protests, rallies that are taking place that you can join. There are conversations on Facebook and Twitter where Israel needs to be represented and spoke. We need to speak up for the land and people of Israel, people who know how to answer properly and respectfully. There's so many things that we can do even though we are far away from the war. Last week I mentioned something. I said that if uh, camps want to give people a feeling of um, what it looks, what it feels like to be living in Israel, when rockets are falling and you have the sirens going off, I suggested the possibility that um, camps take out a day and uh, notify in advance that during that day they will, over the PA system, broadcast some sound, not a siren, but some sort of a sound, which would be akin to a siren in Israel, and that all the campers and counselors would have 30 seconds or 40 seconds to get to their bunk or to some place of cover or shelter and so forth. And even though they know that it's not real, I believe it will give them some feeling of what it's like uh, in Israel. And um, one of our devoted listeners wrote to me and said, I don't think that that's a good idea. She wrote that, um, isn't it enough? Here, I'll read it to you. Um, showing the American children what the Israelis are living with. We have enough traumatized children in Israel. We don't have to traumatize more. <laughs> we have to keep Nevish Benevish in business. Uh, this is Dasi who writes. And um, I hear you, Dasi. I... Um, not an educator, and I don't run a camp. Obviously, these are decisions that they would make. Um, I thought it was an interesting idea. I think the fact that they know that it's not real would make it a non-traumatic experience, but at the same time, give them just a little bit of a, a touch of a feeling. In fact, um, I have the app, the Tseva Adom app, the Red Alert app, that whenever a siren goes off in Israel, it comes up on your screen and you can have it give a siren. And, and I shudder a little bit every single time, even though I know it's not real and I know, well, I know it's real. I know it's not me. Um, but I hear what you're saying and um, 
your point is well taken, and that's why I leave it to the camp directors and to the school directors to make those decisions. And I thank you for your listenership and your participation. Nomi Shemer wrote, Atzuv Lamut Tammuz, it is sad to die in the middle of the month of Tammuz. She wrote it about a relative of hers. Ultimately, she died in the middle of the month of Tammuz, and unfortunately, we are seeing now many of our brothers and sisters in the Israeli army who are sacrificing their life for that country and dying in the middle of Tammuz. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. And we end off 
ותפילה לשלום המדינה, by דביר ספיגל. We'll do so right after we thank you so much for listening, for your Facebook likes, your comments, your your feedback. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm a very special thanks and a wish, wish of Tzedekham L'Shalom and Baruch L'Shalom to Nachum Siegel. Stay tuned for Tech Talk with Arya Lightstone and then keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network all day for great Music Monday Mix. If you're listening to this show on Monday at some point, I want to remind you that Tuesday is a very special day at JM in the AM as Benjamin Siegel will be filling in for Nachum Siegel and Nachum will be calling in with special reports from Israel as he arrives with the Nefesh Benefesh charter flight of Olim. Until next Monday, following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you the nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different rate. Jesus.